Welcome back to our podcast, where we are being challenged by our guests to try different communication skills, tasks and techniques and share our learnings with you. Isn't that right, Melanie? Yes, this has been a very interesting journey of growth for Lisa and I, and we can't wait for you to hear all about it. Let's dive into the episode. Hi, welcome back to the Six Coms podcast with my lovely co-host, Melanie. How are you today, Melanie? I'm great. Thank you, Lisa. How are you? I'm very well, very well indeed. And very excited to share our key learnings from our lovely guest, Veronica, in the last episode. She set us this wonderful challenge of seeking feedback from three different people. Uh, and who who were those people? Remind me, a friend, was it? A family member and yep. a client or collaborator. Is that right? Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. So in this episode, do you want to share how we did with that challenge? And most importantly, what we learned. And there was lots of learning. So perhaps you could start us off, Melanie, with just your first key learning. Okay, Lisa. Well, just before I start, to all our listeners out there, I have to say, I thought this was a fantastic challenge. And it's something I'm going to continue with long after you hear this episode, I thought it was that valuable. So one of the first things that was a real revelation for me is that I realized that I asked for feedback a lot in my professional life. So the the challenge of asking someone I work with was really easy for me because this is something I do all the time. It's, It's absolutely ingrained in all that I do in my work life. For example, if I run a training program for a client or a workshop, I always have a debrief afterwards to see what went well, what we could do better. For us, Lisa, we're always giving each other feedback and we're having debriefs to see what what went well, what we could do better. It's just something I very naturally do in my work life. However, what really surprised me about doing this exercise and reaching out to friends and family and asking for feedback is how little I seem to do this in my personal life. And so that's one of the biggest takeaways for me is that It's really important if we're seeking feedback to try and seek it in every facet of our life. And I had lots of learnings from seeking it in my personal life, which I'll share as we go um, throughout the episode today. But that was really the biggest learning for me is, is to make sure I'm applying it in every facet of my life. And the more I asked for it, the more comfortable I got receiving it. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. It's like the more you ask, the more comfortable you are. And and I, like you, realized uh, very quickly that, yeah, I'm the same. I seek feedback and I have lots of debrief sessions we have doing this podcast together. Um, But in terms of like my family and my friends, I don't do that so often, which which has been interesting to kind of realize Mm -hmm. through this exercise. so the, the first person that I actually asked for feedback was from my son. And um, that was really good because that nothing specifically had happened. We were just having lunch together. And I just very, well, first of all, I made sure that he understood what feedback was. Um, and then just having this conversation came with the added benefit that he told me how he gets feedback at his school. 
and how his teacher does Mm. that, which I found really interesting. And it wouldn't have come up if I hadn't have opened up that conversation in the first place. So he was saying that he has a whole ritual around giving positive feedback. At school, they call this praise. And I thought it was really nice that he has a ritual that his school friends all know about and they all are very invested in. So when they're giving positive feedback, the teacher kind of names the person in front of the class. And then afterwards, they give five claps in a circle to really acknowledge that positive feedback. And of course, in the professional workplace, you you wouldn't do that. But I was thinking how nice it would be if you had that kind of ritual, you know, amongst colleagues in a team. Yeah. Really, you know, made that part of your weekly meeting even. And something that Veronica spoke about in the episode was setting up that feedback. I think she said to share it as a gem and an opportunity. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. And I loved that. It's such a nice positive framing of feedback. Uh, So that was one key learning I got from opening up that conversation with my son. What about you? What did you? Yeah. Uh, so in terms of, um, and I love that. Lisa. like, let's try and come up with our own. I think we should try and come up with our own version of the clap um, with this podcast and keep everyone posted. Because uh, I think that's really lovely and, and kind of celebrating things. And for example, with Veronica's idea around what's the gem and what's the opportunity, I feel like it was a really positive spin mm. on taking feedback. And that's something, again, that I just want to remind everyone of, that feedback can be such a positive, uplifting experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to remember that. And that's something that I learned as well from doing this experiment with family and friends is so uh, my husband was one of the people that I asked uh, for some feedback and what I learned from that is that often if I do ask for feedback in a personal situation it's after something has occurred Mm. situation has happened that's prompted that conversation But in this instance, there was nothing. I was just doing it as part of the experiment. And what I realized is that's what I should be doing all the time. I shouldn't wait for something to happen to have a conversation. I should keep those lines of dialogue open. And what I noticed is that in doing that, the conversation was much less emotionally charged and therefore, it could be a lot more positive and we could both be a lot more open. And it sort of created the space that if there was something on someone's mind, they could feel like they could share it in in a way that felt comfortable and productive. And so that was something that I learned is that I should just be asking this regularly, consistently all the time, just to make sure that we're checking in and and there's opportunities to to share. And I will say the feedback that I got, (laughs) which probably won't surprise you, Lisa, is that um, I need to be a bit more patient when it comes to using technology. (laughs) Yeah, because for all our listeners, I'm not the best in the technology, but I'm trying to improve and it's a learning curve. It is a learning (laughs) curve. And yes, yes. For me as well, for me as well, I'm still learning a lot. (laughs) Um, I think also one of the other key learnings for me was around being specific. 
So the other the other people that I asked for feedback were were part of my um, walk and talk group that I I do here in Singapore every week, and I do try to ask for feedback after each walk. Um, but this wasn't like the normal feedback that I asked. I kind of directly sent them a WhatsApp message, just a few of them, the, the regular ones. And, and I asked for two specific pieces of feedback. The first, um, what's one positive thing that you get from being a part of this walk and talk group? And the second one was, what's one thing that you think could be done better? And so it was very specific. It was just two. So it was just just a short message reply. And and most of them replied. I think I I messaged about five, five people and I got like three responses. But all three responses gave me very specific insight into not just what was positive, which was great to hear and was really affirming. Um, mm. But it was that second question that I thought there was some feedback where I, I'd even thought about it myself. Mm. as a way to improve but then they confirmed it by actually putting it into that message so I I find that the more specific you are the more constructive the feedback that you receive and you can improve you can develop you can make you know I want to make this this group as as nice and positive as it can be so Mm. I was just so grateful to receive that feedback I totally agree, Lisa. And this is also what I found doing this experiment. And we realized this as well together is the more specific you can be when asking for the feedback, the more it helps the feedback giver to be able to participate in that conversation yeah. helpfully. And so Lisa and I even did this. I was the person that Lisa asked in terms of having feedback from someone you work with. Mm-hmm. And at first she, she just said, you know, do you have any feedback for me? And I didn't really, I was just like, I, it's been great. <laughs> Everything's been great. And it gets very hard for me to, to think of anything. And then Lisa reframed it to be more specific and her feedback question was then, okay, can you give me any feedback on how I can be more assertive in our collaboration? And that was so helpful to me because then it really focused my attention to where you you were wanting to learn and grow. And then I could give more helpful feedback. So specificity, I think, works both ways. It helps both you, the person seeking the feedback, and it helps the person giving the feedback have something they can anchor to. Yeah. And I think that that's that's so important. I mean, in our situation, it's the first time we've collaborated on something together. And Mm. so if you like take that to the workplace where you have teams forming all the time that are brand new to that collaboration and that project, it's so important for every individual member to feel comfortable to say like, you know, how can I be a better collaborator and be very specific on the types of feedback that you want? Um, and that's going to make a, a successful collaboration because then you're, you're able to learn and grow and, and build on that together and, and yeah. it's a reciprocal thing. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I really think it is one of the cornerstones to collaboration, successful yeah. collaboration. Yeah. And that, that made me think, Lisa, what you said about, um, as well, I think the more you ask for feedback, you start to realize as well what you need 
Mm. when you're getting feedback. And I think it's absolutely fine as well to create um, your own boundaries with someone you're asking for feedback from and saying like how it will help you to receive it. So how they should frame it. Um, something that we spoke about with Veronica in our past episode was about, you know, just saying, I just want one or two things so that I'm not overwhelmed with the feedback potentially, or that so that I can just focus on one or two things at a time and then come back and work on something else. But I feel like that's the other thing that I learned is, is it's perfectly fine to figure out for yourself how feedback works for you mm. and let someone know this is how feedback helps me the most. If it's framed in this way, if it's just one or two points, if it's really specific. Uh, and I think that's something that I've, I've learned uh, to do as well. Yeah. And, and absolutely, it's not just that you want the feedback, but you want it in a way that you're then able to apply that feedback and, you know, really integrate it into your working life or your personal life. Because, you know, feedback is a gift, of course, but it's a gift that you want to actually do something with at the end of the day. So yeah. when I asked you about, you know, how could I be more assertive and we talked about delegating different roles and, and tasks, that's going to help me in the future do that in a more balanced mm. way um, and improve, you know, our co collaboration as a whole. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anything else to add? I think I've... I've shared my key learning. That's it. Yeah. Really. I think the key things for me was I need to be as proactive in my personal life as I am in my professional life with seeking feedback. And I think seeking feedback just for no reason mm. is actually really valuable and can bring about some very healthy conversations and positive conversations. And that's something that I'm going to continue to do. And I think, yeah, that specificity piece is really key. And also helping someone understand your needs when it comes to feedback and knowing that everybody is different. So somebody might really like it to be very direct. They might want 10 points. Mm -hmm. For me, that's not the case. I might want two points and I might need things framed in a certain way to help me. So I think the more we learn about ourselves and how we like to receive feedback, then the more guidance we can give to others. And that will really help that feedback loop thrive, which is what Veronica touched upon. And I thought that was really, mm. yeah, a really great way of, of dis discussing the cycle of feedback and making it feel like it's helpful for, for everyone involved. Yeah. So I suppose I should finish just by inviting our listeners to to do the challenge with us, if you haven't already, take up the challenge, ask those three people from your personal or professional life and, and see what comes up for you. What are your key learnings? And we would, we always love to hear from listeners, um, what their key learnings are. So please, please do connect with us. And all of those details will be in the, the show notes and you can email us and we would love to receive your emails. Um, yeah. And if you haven't listened to the guest episode with Veronica, we highly recommend that you do because it's packed full of tips and wisdom. So um, please do tune in to that, that first episode um, that was out last week. So that's, that's a wrap for this, for this follow-up episode. And uh, we hope you tune in next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed our follow-up episode. Our three key learnings from Veronica's challenge were, number one, consistently ask for feedback from a variety of different people. Number two, don't wait for something to happen before you ask for feedback. And number three, be specific with exactly what feedback you are looking for and how you would like to receive it. We would love to hear from you about your own experiences with seeking feedback and we hope you give Veronica's challenge a try. Please join us for our next episode when we ask the question, does AI help or hinder our communication? Stay tuned.